See? See? Fulfill. Fulfill. It's your boy, Carl P. I'm here with what's on my mind is. This episode here is going to be epic. So I need y'all to tune in. I brought a special guest with me. Hey, introduce yourself, man. Yo, positive energy and good vibration as always. Yo, this is RJDB and Perfect Gentleman. Yo, listen, I am the character and confidence-building coach for Fatherless Fathers. My specialty is putting their heart into the men that they know they deserve to move around with, right? We are sitting out here. We're not playing no games, man. I'm proud to be on the podcast with my brother, Carl P., tonight. So, Carl P., what's good, man? How you feeling? Man, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm feeling real good. You got you brought them positive vibes here, so, you know, I'm real, I'm real, I'm real happy on that, man. So, hey, I got <laughs> the energy is up, so let's go. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm ready for it. Man, I'm just, I just a quick question, man. What made you, what made you, what's the mindset when you think about working with men, man? Yo, honestly, like my, my, the mindset is what made me get into it is, is what really started me of it all was the fact that the things that I missed out on growing up. Right. I, I think about all the times where, I, I could have learned the lesson uh, a lot easier, but I, I had to bang my head because there was no one there to guide me through it. Um, so my thing is, I, I don't think that every young man should have to go through the lessons we went through, especially if we went through it and succeeded. So my goal is to make the next man's uh, journey just a little bit easier and, and, and give them a little bit more motivation and inspiration to go through it rather than just get, get stuck where they are. Oh, man, that's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. So basically, you you unstick them. So if they stuck, yeah. you you unstick them. <laughs> Facts. That's a whole fact, man. I'm, I'm, I'm injecting confidence, man. That's my thing. That's that's my that's what I do. I, I help men build character, man. Because because without the character, and, and you can't be confident. And that's the reason why there's so many young men lacking confidence because their character is lacking, and and, and their character is in question. So what I do is I make sure that that there's no question marks in their character. Right, we start off off the rip with working on integrity, man, because that's 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 off that's off the bat what we need to work on integrity and mindset. Those two things is what we work on immediately when we come through to my program. So, like we don't we don't play no game. We we, we build that character up to where it's unquestionable. So your your confidence has no other choice but to thrive and succeed after that. Ooh, ooh, you building that mindset and that confidence. Okay, okay. So you ready to take on something after they leave you? Listen, the whole world, and 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 honestly, that's my joy, bro. Like somebody asked me the other day, they was like, "Yo, what do you? Why do you do what you do? Like, why do you? What what makes you want to keep doing it?" And because it, it's my thing is, I love to watch the transformation and and, the, and and see the impact of that transformation in their everyday lives. Uh, I.e., uh, we had a, had a young, a young 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 man come to me about six months ago, and he was just so intimidated about the real world. You know what I'm saying? He he just came out of high school. He's not planning on go to college because he don't have the funds, right? He doesn't have the uh, resources to go to college, so he's he's jumping into the real world. So he's 
he, he he's, his, his first thing is like, I gotta go get a job now. Like, you know what I'm saying? My first thing, I gotta go get a job. So what do I do? He's scared, you know, right? He has no confidence oh, in, I mean, in something because he's he hasn't moved forward and he's never seen it before. So here I am, I'm like, yo, listen, bro. Like, <laughs> we go, the reason why you're scared is, is because you've never seen it, number one. And number two, you haven't worked on your character. You don't really know who you are yet, but we're gonna work on that. We're gonna build that. We're gonna build that a character. And, and first thing we do is tell them, work, you know, build from a high place and work from um, a, a, a high level of integrity. That's, and that's what we work on first and foremost, living and thriving on a high level of integrity. Ooh. And what does, what does that look like, though? Ah, man. All right. So first and foremost, just doing the, the, the righteous things first and foremost, right? We, we, let's, let's, let's not go too far without just getting too deep. Let's wake up in the morning, give thanks, right? Give thanks because, first of all, you know you didn't wake yourself up, Right. That's that's oh. that's one of the 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 the, mo- the main things about program. It's called the art of being a perfect gentleman, where the A stands for appreciation, right? You appreciate that there's somebody else, there, or there's some higher power that woke you up this morning. You didn't do that, even though you might think your alarm or or your wife or your moms or whoever woke you up this morning, you might think it was them, but in no actuality, it was a higher power that brought that your consciousness your consciousness back to that unconscious body, so. You got to understand off the rip and be appreciative that there's a higher power than you. Next is the R, right? The art is AR now. So the R is respect. You got to respect and understand that that power is greater than you, <laughs> right? <laughs> you, didn't, you, you didn't hang the stars. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't paint the sky. You, you, didn't, you didn't create yourself, right? So you got to understand that and respect that there's something greater than you. You see what I'm saying? Like that, and that's what the, that's oh, what yeah. the most understanding is comes like respect is key right and the yeah. last part of that is that t and that's that thoughtfulness and to understand that life is bigger than you right like understanding that whatever you're going through is not for you it's really for somebody else and this is why it's so key for us to make it through whatever we're going through oh right. okay 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 <laughs> yes okay. that's the art of being an imperfect gentleman yes sir oh man Oh, I'm about to say, I'm glad you said that because, like, that's 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 the next that's the next part of it. See, and the perfect gentleman is just a, just a, first and foremost, he's just a man, right? But he's a man that understands his imperfection is not an excuse to stay where he he is. His imperfection is an opportunity to become a better individual, not for just himself, but his family and community. That is an imperfect gentleman. Ooh. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's powerful right there. That's powerful. Right? I think I think it need I think it needs to be said though. You know, I really yes, think sir. it needs to be said because you basically broke down every man in America. Mm-hmm. You broke down every man way. every man in America needs what you have. But the problem is, is it our ego? Is it our pride? Mm-hmm. Wow. What keeps us what keeps us from from being the, the the man we know we could we can be um first and foremost let me let me let me tell you a part, a part of what i do i help identify and destroy the false narratives now that's what holding a lot of us back see it's we have egos in false narratives that's what's dangerous do you realize how dangerous that is to have an ego to edge god out on a false narrative right let's let's go back on that an ego is stands for edging god out 
right? Replacing the creator with our own image of who we think we are. And then you're going to have that in a false narrative on top of that. That's what the problem is right there. That's the root of the issue. You don't know whose you are. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that, that, yeah that's true. That is 100% true. <laughs> Like that, I mean, that's definitely a lot about toes. I, I know that that, that stepped on my toes too when I when it when it came to my realization. It hurt. <laughs> but that's the thing about truth, though. Truth's supposed to hurt. Yes, it's sir. supposed to hurt. And if it don't hurt, ah, you might want to go reevaluate what's being said. Right, right. You know, you better you so, better definitely reevaluate your truth if it don't hurt. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> So what motivates you to work with men, man? What, what, uh, what's your motivation? What my motivation is, number well, first and foremost, I have two children, right? And I have a boy and a girl, a four-year-old girl and a three-year-old little boy. Um, and then my motivation to work with men, because at the end of the day, another, another man is going to take my little girl's hand and marry her one day. And my son is going to turn into the man that I, I'm supposed to be. Right, like let's let I'm, I'm, I'm say that one more time. He's not going to turn into the man I am. He's going to turn into the man I'm supposed to be. Only if I continue to live my life as the man I'm supposed to be. So that's why I'm, I'm making my business to go go forth and work with men because not only am I working with these men, it's challenging me. It's challenging me to stay on my game every single day. A young man asked me the other day in the middle of one of my transition sections of actually having him brought into my program. He asked me a dope question. He said, why should I chose you of, 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 of other coaches? And I said, yo, you, you that's a dope question. You asked me, young man. And, and the reason I think you should work with me other than different coaches because I'm transparent of letting you know that the only difference between me and you is that I came to the information before you did. I'm the same Ooh. man as you are. I'm Ooh. the same dude. That's the only difference between me and you. I just got the information a little faster than you did and applied it quicker to my life. That's the only difference. He was like, oh, okay. I, I can definitely vouch you. I can rock with you. And that's the truth for anything you do, bro. Like if you got a coach who's not actually being coached or learning in their field, why are they leading you? Oh. Oh. Oh, so you saying I got to watch who leading me. Listen, listen. Only if you want to be led in the right direction. If you, if you, don't, if you don't mind being led in, 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 into foolishness and, and haphazard situations and uh, 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 crucial situation towards your judgment of your life. Well, go ahead and follow anybody, any and everybody. But if you got a specific destination you want to get to, you better follow people who's ever, who haven't been there already or who's actually proven themselves to head it in the right direction. Oh, yeah, that's true, bro. That that's a hundred percent true. That's a hundred percent true. Think about this for a second. Oh my bad, yeah. Go ahead, sir. Go ahead. No, no, what I was saying was just think about this for a second. You get you get in your car and tell your GPS in your car, like I want to go to Florida. Right? Your your, your sure. GPS is gonna take you to Florida. It's gonna do that. It's gonna it's gonna okay, well, for your Florida. It's gonna, it's gonna bring you to the edge of Florida and your GPS is gonna say ride over. <laughs> you, it's not gonna have no destination for you. You're just gonna be stuck wherever you are. What happened? You need a specific destination and you need somebody who knows how to get to that specific destination. So if, if if you get in your car with somebody who's never been to where you're going and is guessing just as much as you're guessing about life, you you and that person are, are more habit uh, haphazard to making the wrong turns 
and getting lost in your way to your direction. Now, if you got somebody in the car with you who knows direction, who's been there before, or, who, or who's actually being coached in that direction by somebody who's already in that area, you're going to get there a lot faster. So it only makes sense. You know what I mean? True, true. That's 100% right. That's 100% right. Because if you already been there, why wouldn't I want to follow you? Come on. It's, 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 it's not rocket science. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you're like, right. We get our egos in the way and our pride in the way and not want to follow everybody. But listen, man, if, if, you, if you're trying to get to a place and somebody's already been there, I, I, I'd advise you to pay attention. You ain't got to listen to everything they're saying, right? Like, we, as we see with the guy who just finished leading the country, he's not, he's not a, 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 a coherent or, or capable of doing things in every lane, but he knows money, right, to a certain extent. True. True. So just because you 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 know one thing, that don't mean you know everything. But if you know that one thing, that's all anybody can ask you for. Yeah. True. True. You're 100 percent right. And I think I think that's what I think that's what slows a lot of us down, though, because we we really don't we really we know where we want to go, but finding a person in that lane can sometimes be be fictitious. I would say. Because, you know, everybody paint pictures, but how many of these people live up to it? Mm. Well, that's, that's, that's when you got to do, start doing your due diligence. See, we, that's when you got to start holding your patience button and being patient on your, on your trigger, right? Because, see, a lot, of, a lot of times you go out there and hear somebody preach you up and, and talk you up real good and get your emotions real high. But, see, one thing I learned is that after the emotions leave, real life is still there, standing you in the face. So when you when that high of your emotions, which is feelings in motion, when those those feelings leave, and you got to deal with the reality, what you have, that's when you got to really start g checking. Like, wait a minute, is this person really living this life? Because one thing you can't do for too long, you can't fake it for too long, man. Nobody on this earth can. So all you have to do is pay attention. And I know our our attention spans, as, as especially in America, is like literally two point seven seconds. So if you if you sit and take your time to pay attention, somebody's gonna show you who they really are. You just gotta make sure you're paying attention. So before you make the decision to follow somebody, start watching them for a little while. Check them out. Ask people about them. Do your homework on them. There's, there's no harm in that. There's no harm in doing your research on somebody you that that you're potentially looking to to help you transition to the next part of your life. It's it's only your life, right? Yeah, it's only your life. You're right. <laughs> Come on, man. But it's it's so true because in order to get to the next level, you got to follow somebody that that's been there or done previewed it. Absolutely, absolutely. Like right now, I'm I'm looking to scale my business from from where it's at right now to six seven figure business. Do, am I doing that on my own? Absolutely not. I hired a business coach, right? I hired a coach who specializes in taking entrepreneurs from one area into a six and seven a figure area of their business. She's been proven, right? She has a track record of doing this. She's working right now currently with not just people like me that's trying to get to six and seven figures. She's working with people who are trying to take their seven to eight figures as well. She has a track record. And how do I know all these things? 
I took my time. I went back behind her back and did some research. I went back to the person who introduced me to her and said, yo, are you serious about this one? Why do I trust your word on it? Give me some concrete evidence that she really did what you said she did. Now, if the person that you come to and ask all these questions to feel some kind of way, that should be a telltale sign. They're not really about that business. But if they're really, really about that work and they work to speak for itself, or they have no no problem with just laying out facts. Oh, she's taking this one from here to here. Oh, she's brought this business from here to there. Oh, this is how much money she made last quarter. This is how much money she's making this quarter. Like, these are all hard-owned facts because why? Men lie, women lie, but the numbers don't, right? So Ooh. check, do your homework on it, and and then you can't be led wrong. Mm. Woo. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. The next level, you gotta follow a leader. You gotta find yes, find a proven leader. A proven leader Facts. can take you there. Can take you there. So what's what's your greatest fear, man? Give me your mm. greatest fear. Wow, it's so crazy because like. This question right here really makes me think because I've I've been addressing my fears lately. So now I feel like I'm in a space where I really don't have one to say that's coming at me right away. But let me let me think about that for two seconds. My greatest fear, my greatest fear right now, I would say in this current moment, will be a, is not being enough for my son and my daughter to be proud of. That's Ooh. my that's probably one of my greatest fears. Like. For my kids, my son, and my daughter to wake uh, to grow up being ashamed or embarrassed of who I who I've been in their life all this time, or, or what I projected to them uh, over the span of their life of their lives, right? Like I, I want my children to stick their chest up and and raise their head high when they think about who their father is, or when they speak of me in the street, or when somebody's speaking of me, because we all know, like I'm I'm definitely moving into the public domain, right? And the children uh, are, are, are affected good, bad, or indifferent when we're in the public light. So I want to make sure that, 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 that they're proud of who I am and, and, and the privacy of our own home as well as the public eye. So that's, that's my greatest fear, not being, a, not being the, 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 the man that my kids can be proud of. Okay, okay. We're, we're doing that. How do you manage that fear, though? Uh, man, I, I punch it in the face every single day. Right, like when I say that figuratively, but I really mean it, like one hundred percent. Like I look at that every day, and I wake up like, yo, no way, I'm not, I'm not gonna be the, the the guy that my kids are not proud of. So that what that means is, I'm gonna constantly push myself every single day. Now you can't get tired, you can't, you can't fall off because your son that's three years old, he was just born three years ago, and here he is, already three. My daughter was just born four years ago; she's about to be five. Like these years are passing by quickly. So there's no time to fall off. So every single day, I punch that fear in the face by, you know what? Being the best me I could possibly be in that day. See, I've learned something over the last two years. It's something called compound interest, right? Now, think Mm. about this. 1% every single day. If you can get better at anything, 1% every day for a whole year, when you look up, you'll be 365% better than you was when you first started. Right? <laughs> true, true. This is why I'll make sure every single day, just to, just to be at 1% better than I was yesterday. Now, let's talk about practicality, right? Because that sounds figuratively. Oh, yeah, be 1% better. How do we do that, right? Cool, RJD, I'll break it down. Here it goes. Wake up in the morning. 
today. If you didn't make your bed, your, your bed when you woke up this, out of the bed this morning, tomorrow you know how you become one percent better. Make sure you make you make that bed up. You make that bed up, that bed that, that bed up, and you walk out of that room. You just become one percent better than you was the day before you was yesterday. So now you're ahead of the curve. Take that momentum throughout the rest of your day and keep that same attitude. Man, you look up and you'll be you'll be proud of yourself. More or less, your kids proud of you. So that's that's how I, I attack it every day, bro. Oh man, that's powerful though. That's powerful. I think all men should do that though. If you got kids, all men should. Man, you, 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 they should do it without kids too. Like, cause that's that's probably what my one of my greatest uh I I, I, I wouldn't say uh, regrets, but that's one of my things I wish I would have did is that I would start working on this before I had my children. You know, what I'm saying like making sure I got better every single day as a man first, right? Because before you're a father, before you become a husband, you're a man. Like that's first and foremost. True. So then, then we, got, we gotta we gotta take care of the man before we ask that man to be a father or before we ask that man to be a husband. We gotta take care of that man. In some cases, we gotta take care of that boy or that teenager that that that, that needs to be worked on, right? Because we got a lot of True. men that 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 are forty five and fifty walking around here seventeen and eighteen emotionally. Oh my so, god! You can say that again. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? That's I, I tell you. I, that's one of the, uh, the, the the things we talk about in, in our program is is that emotional capital and an emotional age, right? Because there's two different ages. There's age of a man's maturity. There's age of that man's uh, 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 physical abilities and his physical body. Now his maturity is where the last time that man cried at. For most of us, I'm like that's in for a second. Our emotional age is wherever we cry that last. And there's some men walking around here who haven't cried since they was the age of 17, 18, when they first heartbreak broke their heart. Ooh. And they walking Ooh. around here hurting. You understand what I'm saying? Hurting and not understanding where that where, how to deal with the issues. But let me tell um, you, man, there's nothing more dangerous than a, than a man that's in his 40s and walk around here in, in 17, 18 uh, emotionally. Isn't that more dangerous? Okay, RJD, help me out with that. Why are they walking <laughs> around with that? <laughs> uh, for many, many reasons. Uh, but one, one of the main reasons that, I, that I've seen, especially in my, in, my, in my term doing the work that I've done, is that from the uh, society and, and the upbringing, right? Because, and also, let's, let, let the, one of the root causes is mis is is, is uh, miscommunication and um, miseducation, should I say? Now, growing up, right, a young black boy, and most likely he doesn't have a father in the home, right? Never say that. Growing up, especially in our generation, now he's being coddled by his mother, his aunts, his grandmothers. You know what I'm saying? The people around him. Um, okay. The guys in his life, his uncles and cousins are doing what they're doing. They're doing their thing within the street and wherever they're doing their thing at. So this young black boy is, is basically coddled in his arms until he's the age of like 12, 13, right? Until he's, he's, he's able to, to, to open the door and go out and to see the world by itself. Now, in the, in, in the time from the time when he was born till he was 12, he's coddled. He, he, he's shown certain things about what he's supposed to do. But then he's given, when he walks out that door, he's told these three words. Go be a man. Or four words, rather. Go be a man. Now, mm. there, there was no lessons on it. There was no discussions on it. There was actually no 
uh, 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 image of it. There was no imagery of it, right? Because there was no father in his life. True. So he he's told to go be something. He's told to go do something. He's personally never he's never seen before. He doesn't even know what it looks like. He was never taught it. And now he's being mm -hmm. demanded of it to do it on a high level, right? Wow, so man, now this so young man is walking outside. He has to now be able to put his emotions to the side. Because first and foremost, as a black man, you're not supposed to have those, right? True. You're not supposed to have those. But not only he can't have his emotions, he's now thrown into the jungle and told to be something he's never seen or heard. So, of course, man, you have to go through life figuring your life learned lessons out on the go. So you don't have time to process emotions. You don't have time to understand who you are intellectually. You don't. You don't have time to process process the thing that you don't understand, right? You don't. You don't have time to just to even sit and understand your own thoughts. You are here doing what? Chasing the bag. Going to get to it. Running. When do you have time to think? When do you have time to to, to reflect on who and what you are or what you're about? And this is why. That's the answer to the question. A lot of these, we 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 have boys that that was told to be men with with, with no examples of it. Mm, so they're in survival mode the whole time. The whole time. From the from the time they walk out the door, they've never lived. They have. They can't thrive because they're just looking to survive. Mm. Yeah, man, that's powerful, man. That's powerful. It's a sad truth, bro. It's a sad truth. So you got you got you got boys trying to survive. You got grown men trying to survive. Hmm. And you wonder why things are like they are. And, yo, and like the, the crazy part is is like the whole world's insane. <laughs> right? Like the whole world's insane yeah. because we're doing the same thing over and over again and expecting something different. Like, here we go, like, oh, yeah, a new year, a new me. No, it's not. Shut up. It's the same you. <laughs> different different number behind the, the year. That's it. Until yeah. you decide to make a real change. And you know what I just heard today when I was listening to a, a Dr. Miles Monroe, a shout out, a rest in peace to that king. Uh, a great, great man to God. Um, he uh, he said, and it gave me a little boost in my confidence because he was like, yo, do you know your success on this earth is in God's best interest? It's not just for your interest. He was like, yo, if you fail, God's a failure. And God's word clearly states that, <laughs> that he's, not, he's not a man that's going to lie. His word is coming back to him void. So if you say you're a child of the king, your success is almost guaranteed if you walk in your purpose. Ooh. I yes, said, sir. man, listen. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. You in my lane now. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. That's, that's, hey, man, that's one of the things I preach so hard, man. If you can identify your purpose, man, you can identify your, you can identify living. Yo, it's your GPS. I tell you, I tell all my guys, man. I say, yo, your purpose is your GPS. Your goals, your plans, and your strategies, your GPS, man. Like, let's yes, let's man. think about this for a second, right? 
we 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 both seasoned men on this on this podcast on this great podcast, right? We both seasoned individuals. Yes, so we, we we we've seen a few things in our day. Yo, remember when there was no GPS, right? Remember we had <laughs> remember we had like the maps and whatnot, right? Like I remember, like see, I was I've been heavy on the East Coast my whole life, right? Because I traveled up and down from uh, New York to South Carolina, North Carolina, every summer because my grandparents was down there and whatnot. So I spent the summers with them. So back and forth, I would go and like, I'm like, yeah, we, we, we be in the car. Before we get in the car, we might make sure he have his maps. My uncle would make sure he have his maps, right? Because without the map, yeah, like we'll be in there, we'll get, we'll, we'll get lost. So we use the map and sometimes even with the map, we'll find ourselves getting lost and have to find our way back on the road. But then <laughs> I got a little older, right? We got a little older and things happened. Technology got a little smarter. And then we got something called the GPS. And all of a sudden, you'll, you'll be on a road going someplace. You'll put the, the location that you want to go into, and you'll make the wrong turn because you're not paying attention to your GPS. Something might have your attention, whatever. You make the wrong turn. What will happen? you hear something go, boom, boom, recalculating, right? Yes, sir. And what's it going to do? It's going to redirect you to get back where? On your lane to where? Your purpose, to your purpose destination. So that's what a purpose is to you. Your purpose is your GPS. So, because guess what? Once you know your purpose, you're not going to follow the crowd doing the wrong thing that doesn't align with your purpose. Once you find your purpose, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna walk in your confidence because now you know what you're supposed to be doing. Your, your, your purpose yes, is, is, your, is your GPS. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Especially when everybody's going left. Right. You ain't going to go left because <laughs> you already know where you're going. You're going right. Facts. <laughs> so That's you, a whole fact. And the thing is, and the thing is, when they go left, you don't feel bad that they went left because you're confident in who you are. You're like, okay, I got, I got to go this way. Mm-hmm. I got to go this way. Y'all yeah. go ahead. I'm going this way. I just put a post the other day. I was like, yo, it's so lonely on this righteous journey. Word. Like, Man. I remember like, having a, the world felt like behind me. Like, every time I pick my phone up, I could make a phone call and get, like, eight to nine guys behind me in a matter of minutes. Like, 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 it felt like I was always surrounded with with my team, or I just felt, I just felt like I had so many people I could reach out to. But now that I've chosen to to walk this journey the right way and make make decisions that that benefit my future and my family, and and also the multitude of men that I'm going to work with, you know, it's, I find it so lonely. Like this, there's, there's times where I just want to talk and chill and just be a regular dude, and there's nobody to be that guy with. And I said to myself, man, God, is it is it is it designed to be this lonely? He was like, "Yeah, when when you when you when you get into the next level, you can't carry weights, you can't carry baggage. It's hard enough as a, as it is to get to that next stage, so you can't carry nothing right now. You'll be able to pick them up later on once you get stronger, but in this transition time, I need you to be focused." So I was like, "Wow, that's 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 what it's all about. The transition must be a focused time." Oh yes, sir. Yes, sir. I said. I mean, RJD. I said the same thing, man. I literally said the same, and I said mine a couple of days ago. I literally said, you know, man, this this is a lonely ride, man. Yeah. This is really a lonely ride. But it, it was the same. It was all. The, it was almost like the same thing, man. You can't carry dead weight. Thanks. It's hard. To, the heaviest thing to move is dead weight. Yes, sir. So yes, why are you Lord. trying to move it? <laughs> why are you trying to move it? Because it, it's hard to go up when you're being weighed down. Right. It's, it's no way possible you're gonna go up. So in order to, to go up, you got to let go. Right. You got to let go. And a lot of times when you let go, 
Some things come back to you, some things don't. Absolutely. But it's for your good. That's that's the way I look at it. It's for your good. It's for your good. Because when you ask for something, you gotta really you gotta know what you asking and be willing to stand by what you ask. Man, let me tell you about asking. I'm, I'm so glad you said that right quick because that, that's something I had to point out to my wife a little while ago, right? So let me tell you a quick story. So my wife and I, we was transitioning and we was moving from one location to another only due to the fact that the house we, we, we were trying to buy fell through. So a home a home girl of ours said like, yo, I know somebody who has an apartment. You can move in right away. So we did. We transitioned today really quick. Now, upon us coming into that space, I said out loud to my wife, I said, babe, we're not going to be in this location for more than two years. She said, okay, I, I feel you. I don't want to be here longer than two years either, right? <clears throat> so now we move in, we get comfortable, work is good, everything is great. We both have great jobs. Life is smooth. Our kids love the location. We have we have ample room. This, this space is huge, right? So there's no stress. Two okay. years to the day, uh, no, I'm sorry. Almost two years to the day, a new security guard comes onto the premises of the of the property, right? And he's, to, for, for lack of better words, he's a jerk. You know what I'm saying? Just an arrogant dude. Long story short, my mom, my uh, my wife's mother, decided she's gonna buy my daughter a new bed set and have it delivered to her house. Now she lives in Tampa. I live in Fort Lauderdale. So I said, all right, well, instead of you getting another charge, you did buy this stuff. I'll just rent a truck and come get it. Go get the, the 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 the. I fly up. I get the um the the mattress and the and the bed set. I drive it back. I come back. Now, mind you, the time is now after twelve o'clock. Now, normally, you know, security guards that normally work there would let me on the property. Uh, this one guy, he was there being a jerk. So I, I went around the back way. Completely wrong. I shouldn't have did it. But being that I knew I was going to be in a situation, I might have to do something wrong. What I did before I got there, I got a little bit of money. I got about fifty dollars in my pocket. I went to the ATM. Got some cash. Pay the dude off. Like, you know what? Here, you know, you only make a few few dollars a night anyway. Take this fifty dollars and be quiet. So the dude comes in the truck, he throws a he throws a tantrum, talks crazy to me, gets me out of my character. We go back and forth. Now I gotta I get put out of the property, right? I gotta move because now, quote unquote, I'm a threat. Bro, not only that happens, we get infestation of mice. Ooh. I'm talking about all over the place. We're like, yo, where were they coming from? They're just coming through the house. Then all of a sudden, we get a flood. The AC unit and the, the water main bus and our kids' room gets flooded. All of these things are happening up into the two-year mark. So now we have mm. to move, right? My wife is crying. She's upset. Oh, my God, what are we going to do? Because at that time, we didn't have the money right. Everything wasn't set up. We we had just paid all our bills off. We had just got things where we wanted them. So we were comfortable, and we didn't have the extra money, but we was good. Man, when I tell you, it hit me like a ton of bricks. God was like, yo, bro, it's so crazy that you asked me for something. You forget about what you asked me. I give you what you asked me for, and now you're scared. <laughs> you you asked me and told me that you didn't want to be here for two years at past two year mark. I'm putting everything in your in front of your situation to make sure you, I you I give you what you asked for, and now you're scared of it. And then it hit me. He was like, "Yo, that's the problem with my people. This is why I won't give them what they asked me for, because I scared a mess out of them because they forget what they asked for." Ooh. 
So you now you know what I do now, my brother. Whenever I ask God for something, <laughs> I write it down. Yes, sir. Write it down. You have to write the vision and what? Make it plain. Write it. Make down. it plain. Because <laughs> now, when I write it down, I can come back to him and say, "Yo, you know what? This is how He's given it to me." Because it, and this is what God do too. He give us stuff and camouflage it as what sometimes work or sometimes hardships. He'll never just hand you something real nice like, oh, here you go. For instance, my man Miles Monroe said, when we needed a table, he didn't give us a table. He gave us a tree and said, you figure it out. True. He said, you go, you, you, you want some shoes? Oh, here go a cow. You figure it out. And guess what happened when he gave us the, the, that, that tree and that, and that cow? We found out, it, oh, it don't just make tables. It makes chairs. It makes structures for houses. <laughs> oh, that cow, that cow just wasn't for shoes. Oh, we could eat that. We could, we could feed 100,000 people off one. Oh, 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 wow. We could do some yes, things sir. other than just put them on our body. Oh, we can use this. But guess what? Had we not did the work it took to get the blessing, we wouldn't have the blessing. True. 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 It's not just going to fall in your lap. It's not going to fall in your lap. <laughs> if it do, you better get out your lap. I'm telling you. <laughs> you, you got that right. Because <laughs> something ain't right. I'm trying to something tell ain't you, right. That was not for you. If it fell directly into your lap, you better check it. <laughs> but what's, what's some of the most satisfying moments, man, that you had that you had working with men? Ooh, man, when I see that click. Or when I see the I see the boldness come from the, the the understanding that I've worked on my character and my confidence, the impact that that has, um, like just seeing the 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 the, uh, the way a man walks in a room with his character and his confidence aligns, like the way he's able to command attention, the way he's able to walk in his everyday life. That's what I that's what I thrive on. When I when I see a man transition from coming into our session. A, a very timid individual to just bursting with confidence and and just awareness of that he's he's a man and he's enough right this is what i teach like you you're enough this is this is this is what's going on in a lot of our men's mind that they're not enough so we, we show up in certain rooms we show, we show up in certain places we don't feel like we're worthy but i tell these men that you're abundant you're worthy and you're limitless these are three things i say over and over again to them let's listen you're, you're worthy. You're worthy to be where you are. You're worthy to be where you're going. You're abundant. You have more to give. And you're limitless. There's nothing you can't do. So walk in those three. So when I see those men start transitioning and, and walking in, the, in, the, in their true confidence and getting those false narratives destroyed and walking through their, their true colors of who they are, that's where that's my greatest joy. That's where I, I, I can almost say that it's greater than the money. Because I, 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 let, me, let me not lie. The money is good. Like I'm not going to sit here and, and, and be and be a liar. Like the money is excellent. I love what I do because it pays me well. But 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 beyond the money, it's the impact. And just to know that the the effect of, of what's going to happen, the long term effect of knowing that a man's confident just to show up as his true and authentic self, that right there is is is, is payment enough. Ooh, I understand. Yeah, I understand that. That's that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I understand that, man. Because like, you know what it because is. I feel. I feel uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Just. No, no, it's just, I was just going to say, man, yeah, in that, walking in that confidence, man, when you got your shoulders square, your head up, it, you, you, you speaking when you don't even have to open your mouth. Right, right. 
and like just understanding like I know what it feels like not to have it. You understand? Like that's like I know what that's like to 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 mm. be so scared to pick your head up. Like I remember being a kid and walking down the street and being amazed with the concrete because I was so scared to pick my head up. I, I would make images on the floor as I'm walking because I never ever wanted to look up. So what I started doing was just making games of things that I seen down on, on the lower level. I never really wanted to pay attention or pick my head up because I felt I didn't feel worthy enough. I was always yelled at and screamed on and told just to just all you are is supposed to be seen, not heard. So I never wanted to open my mouth, right? And then when I got older. I started, I started realizing that the way I keep people away from me is being aggressive and showing this false confidence. This is how I keep people away from really finding out that I really don't have the confidence. So what I was doing my whole life was I was louder and, and, and rambunctious everywhere I went. I would try to be the life of the party so you'd never have to sit me down in the corner and find out that I really didn't like myself or I was scared to death of being myself. So this is why my, my message is, 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 is so strong to my own heart. Because I know what it feels like not to have true and, and unadulterated confidence in yourself. Mm. Man, man, man. Yeah, that is powerful, brother. That is powerful. Because, I, I mean, I can I can actually remember that as myself, man. As a kid, man, looking down all the time. Mm-hmm. My granddaddy used to always tell me, man, it's hard to see where you're going if you're looking down. Right. So if you spend more time looking at down what's on the ground, how you know where you're going? So... So it's like, you know, let's just think about it for a second. How many men are looking down right now as they walk? Man. You know, we speak about young, we speak about when we was boys, but let's think about grown men. Right. That's still looking down right now. As we speak. Man, it's so crazy because as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, yo, I'm, I was every time this conversation, I was thinking back in my head, I'm like, yo, when did the transfer really happen of me understanding how to look up? And it was it wasn't until my basketball years, to be honest with you. Like now that I really think about it, it was like I didn't get the confidence to look up until I heard my I had my coach, my basketball tell me, coach tell me it's like, yo, you're a phenomenal individual player. But you'll be a better team player if you learn to pick your head up. And I that stuck out to me because I was like, man, like I can kill somebody one on one because of what I I know where the basket is at. And I'm really trying to make sure I can see your feet so I can make you look stupid so I can get around you. So if I'm like, wow, well, I don't really want to pay attention to nothing else because I'm, I'm looking down. It's an effective thing for me, right? But watch this. True. Look how much more an effective person I can be to the people around me if I pick my head up while I'm doing the same thing. Right? Now I can see Ooh. the whole floor. I can make you a better player. I can make him a better player. I can make him a better player because now I can see the floor. I couldn't see the floor of my head down, so I, I couldn't use my resources. I couldn't see what I had to my disposal because my head was down. And this is what's going on with our men. They, we got our head down. We don't know what's, what's around us. We don't know who can help us. We got our, we, we looking down at our floor. Why are we looking down? Because our confidence and our character is not there. Once we're able to pick our head up and see what we have around us, our resources, our brother standing next to us with the capability of making a shot, we can realize, well, I ain't got to play so hard on my own. I don't have to do so much on my own. I, I have resources I can reach out to to make this game of life a little bit easier. But first thing we got to do is what? Get our character and our confidence right so we can pick our head up so we can see our options. Mm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because with options come opportunity. Come on, come on. That's true. Come on. 
That's a hundred percent true. We, we say we say all the time we, we don't have options. Come on, we just can't see him. Our head is down. Yeah, our head is down. We started standing at the ground and realizing we got on some nice shoes, <laughs> but the person inside. It, and and I always say, match the person, match the person inside to your shoes. Mm. You know, it, it's cool to rock the Jays. It's cool to have the the latest gear, and it's cool to have you know the gold and all that. But match that person inside to what people see on the outside. Facts, facts. <laughs> but you know what's so crazy, P? If if we really think about it, if we take care of the man on the inside, it would just show bright from the outside. You wouldn't have to worry about the exterior. Like I was, I was thinking about this other day. I'm like, yo, I used to go so hard at making sure my body looked right, so everybody can be like, oh, oh, he he's physically fit, he looked dope. But do you realize like you can be, you can look great on the outside, and your kidneys and your liver can be shot, and you can be dead in the next month. So what's good with all those muscles? What good can those muscles do if you're rolling over in the casket? But if you take the time to make sure all your organs and everything else is running in tip-top shape on the inside, it's a lot easier, and your body's going to look a lot different on the outside. Yes, sir. We got to live from the end. We got to live from within, man. We got to live from within. Yeah, yeah, most definitely, man, because the golden rule is if, if... It's hard to make money when you land in the bed. Right. <laughs> Even with the internet and everything else, all this virtual stuff, you still can't make no money laying in the casket. You're... There you go. There you go. <laughs> you know, Wi-Fi don't work in the casket, man. Wi-Fi don't work in the casket. <laughs> I'm trying to so tell how you, you going to do it? I'm trying to tell it. I don't care how many bars you got on your cell phone. Down in that casket, it don't, it don't matter. No man, no, no man. So, so what? What do we, as men, how do we, how do we help take care of each other? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, first and foremost, we give each other the grace and space to be our authentic selves, man. We gotta give each other the grace and the space to be our authentic selves, and hold each other accountable in doing that. See, we're so caught up in holding each other accountable for reaching our goals. We got to hold each other accountable to be our authentic selves, right? And what does that look like? Like, if yo, if one day you catch me like, yo, RJD, that's not you, bro. That's not that you're doing something that's not true. You got to be strong enough in your place as my brother to say that's not true and pull up my bumper. And I got to be man enough within to say, yo, listen, and, and take that as not my brother coming on down on me, but as my brother holding me accountable to be my most authentic self and to me presenting myself as the best person I'm supposed to be. This is how we start doing it, man. We can't just be talking about, oh, bro, I need you to hold me accountable. I'm trying to make six figures this in my business. Make sure I do X, Y, Z. Nah, bro. Have you checked on your wife this week? Have Have you checked in on mm. yourself this month? Like, what kind of self What kind of self care have you done for yourself in the last week, bro? Have you Have you looked yourself mm. in the mirror for 15 minutes and really asked yourself, are you okay? My man asked me a question the other day. He said, Yo, what are you telling yourself? when you're by yourself, about yourself. I said, mm. I said, oh, wow. Oh, wow. It really it really slapped me in the face when he said that to me. I said, yo, I could be, I'm, I'm, mm. I'm really talking to myself crazy about myself when I'm doling with myself. I got to change that. Mm. 
I really got to change that. And that's what it's all about, right? Because if my man wasn't confident enough in himself to come and check me on my authentic self of me being who I am on, on, on a real level, on a real man level, right? On a, on, on, a, on a realistic playing field of asking me that question, would I ever check myself to check on myself like that? No, because you don't know what you no. don't know. So what? I need my brother to hold me accountable to be my most authentic self because guess what happens when I'm my most authentic self? I can help my next brother come through because he's watching sure. me. He's digging what I'm doing. He's, he's looking for direction. He might think I got it. Why? Because my swag is on point a little bit. I, 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 I talk a little nice. I got the gift of gab. My lady fine. My kids are beautiful. I, I might have the picture of what he might think is success. But what if, I, if I don't take care and do necessary work and also being my most authentic self, that young man or those young men will suffer behind that. And once I realize it's bigger than just me, oh, man, that's when it really happened, man. That's when it really happened for me. It was like, yo, this is not about me. It's not about RJD. No way. It's, it's bigger than that. Mm. Mm. I think, yeah, that, that's it, though. That's it. I mean, that's it. Once you realize it's bigger than you, truth be told, it becomes bigger than right. you. Right. You know, because you have to believe that it, it's, it's not about you. Because once it's about you, guess what? It stays so small because you're the center of attention. Right. Once you take yourself out of it, it can probably outgrow generations. Once you take yourself out of and it. listen, it take the pressure off of you, and it gives you more confidence. Like, think about this: when you when you really really understand it's not about you, it allows you more to be like, well, shoot, if it ain't about me, I can just chill in my my comfort zone, right? Like, I ain't got to be the man. Like, yeah, the man is the man who created me. I don't have to be him. I'm just a virgin of him. Like, <laughs> and once you realize that, yo, this True. life is not about what your capabilities are. It's about what you're able to do for somebody else and what you can show somebody else. Oh, man, life becomes easy. Life becomes a breeze. Mm, that's, you're 100% right. You're 100% right. Man, what's something you would like to leave with the people, man, about you or about your business? Ah, well, what I what I like to leave with everybody is, and, and I tell this to every last person, not just men that I come in contact with, but I tell this to everybody I come in contact with. Um, waiting is an action word, right? Waiting doesn't mean sitting. Um, and I came about that understanding with my child. One day my daughter comes to me and she says, Daddy, I want to do X, Y, Z, but I was in the middle of washing dishes and preparing a meal for them. So, you know, once you're preparing a meal for the children, the thing that they, that they need or want in that moment, if it's not necessarily important, it should wait because you're preparing them their meal. So I told my daughter to go wait. Baby girl, go wait. She came back in five minutes with the same exact story with the same. I'm like, wait a minute. Did I just tell her to go wait? But what happened was in that moment, I didn't give her complete directions, right? I didn't tell her what to do while she was waiting. So, of course, she comes back in five minutes. Mm. So, I say all I have to say this. When you're waiting, you should be doing what you're supposed to be doing 
until whatever you're waiting for happens to arrive or you or, or you arrive in front of it. So Whew. make sure that while you're waiting for that great day to happen or, or those millions of, of fans or or whatever your whatever your eyes of success may be, whatever that is, make sure that you're doing the work every single day while you're waiting for that to come. Because if that day does come and you're not prepared for it, it'll kill you. It'll kill you emotionally, Ooh. it'll kill you mentally, and it might even kill you spiritually, or sometimes in some cases physically. Be prepared for whatever you ask for. Success of whatever you're asking for is, is yours, but it's up to you to be prepared for it. Um, and, and what one thing that, that, that I say about my business is that I, I only work with men who, who, who want it, right? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not here to make you want it. Like, I, I, I'm not here to, to, to force anything on you because I believe that the creator of the heavens and earth didn't force itself upon anybody on this earth. Gave us the free will to be who we want to be. I work with men who want to build their character. I work with men who want to build their confidence. Why? Not to be arrogant, not to walk around with, with and boost and boast about who they are, but no, to build themselves up so they can be the best men for not only themselves, but for their community, their family, and their loved ones. Those are the kind of men I work with. And if you want to work with me, by all means, reach out to me. On all my social media platforms, I'm known as RJD, the imperfect gentleman. And let me tell you, the word imperfect spells out I'm perfect. I'm going to leave that on you real quick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good stuff, man. Good stuff, man. I guess you told everybody how they can get in contact with you if they need to. Yeah, definitely. Um, on so, all platforms, man. RJD, the imperfect gentleman, man. I'm the one and only. There's no one out there like me. I can promise you that. If he is, he's, he's a fraud. Oh, man. Yes, you, you that man, man. You, you that man. You that man to help other men. Uh, yeah, so you, you serve only through the God, man. Only through the grace of God. I tell everybody on that, come in contact with me, bro. Like, I am who I am because of the man above. If it wasn't because of him, I'd still be that wretched being that I used to be. So all praise be the higher power God, man. Like, I'm, I'm nothing without him. Oh, man. Man, I just want to say thank you, RJD, the imperfect gentleman, man. Thank you for this this interview, man. Thank you for just allowing me to have this opportunity, man, because this has been good. It's been good to me as well. You know, I got something from the interview, so I know if anybody listening in, man, they, I know they got, some, they got some great gems and got some great nuggets, and they know how to contact you if they need you. But, man, this, this, is, this was This this was dope, man. This was really dope, man. And I just I also want to say thank you. Thank you, thank brother. Thank you as well, man. Thank you for having me on this dope, dope platform. And um to all your all your listeners, man, I thank you guys for uh, having me on this platform. Thank you guys for even giving me this invite. Uh I don't take this lightly. I don't I don't I don't take this for granted. This this is a phenomenal platform and, and you're gonna do wonderful works. And I and I cannot wait to see uh the growth and all thing that you're gonna do moving forward because I've already seen the, the passion you have behind this. And this is, like I said before, it's just an outstanding platform that you've created. So continue to be encouraged, bro. Continue to be who you are. 
yeah, your, your, your most authentic self because that's really what's going to bring the people coming through and being set free and delivered when they come through your space, bro. So uh, kudos to you. My hat goes off to you. And also, as you know, bro, my line is always open to you. Whatever you need, reach out to me. I'm here. Hey, man, I truly appreciate it, brother. And I will. I definitely will. And I just just thank you, man. Just thank you. And and this your boy, man. This this call P, and I'm signing off, man. You know what's on my mind. C, C, Phil, Phil.